Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some protect your neck news. And then we will talk about the criminal charges filed against Uber's former chief security officer. And finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. Fertility app Premom is accused of collecting a broad swath of data about its users and sharing it without their permission with three Chinese companies focused on advertising, according to research by the International Digital Accountability Council. Premom is an app where users provide information about their sexual health and receive personalized remote analysis to help them predict how to get pregnant. What's even more troubling is that the International Digital Accountability Council, or IDAC, alleges that users had no way of opting out of this tracking by both the app and the third parties that received their data. In response to the report by IDAC, Premoms stated that it would revoke the third party's access to this data. Our next story comes from TechCrunch. Albion College, a liberal arts college in Michigan, as part of its measures to help students come back to campus, is requiring students to download and install a contact tracing app called Aura App. While there are certainly privacy concerns and a debate about the use of these types of apps, the Aura App had at least two cybersecurity vulnerabilities that could have allowed hackers to access the app's backend servers, which would allow hackers to infer a student's coronavirus test status. These vulnerabilities could also allow hackers to find names, addresses, and dates of birth from the app's database. According to ZDNet, the University of Utah revealed this week that it paid a ransom gang over $450,000 in order to avoid having hackers leak student information online. The University of Utah said it actually dodged a major ransomware incident and that it, the hackers had managed to only encrypt less than 1% of the data stored on its servers. The university staff was able to restore its system from its backups. However, the ransomware gang threatened to release students' data online, which in turn made the university rethink their approach towards not paying the attackers. While it's not uncommon for law enforcement to tell victims not to pay ransomware to get their data back, when these victims refuse to pay, they face extortion from these criminals who then threaten to leak their stolen information. Our final story comes from ZDNet. Instacart, the grocery delivery app, disclosed a cybersecurity breach. Instacart says that two employees may have reviewed more shopper profiles than necessary in their role as support agents. The company is now notifying 2,180 shoppers via email about the incident. The breach was found in a routine audit. However, the company stated that there is no evidence that these employees downloaded data. This is the second breach that Instacart has suffered this year. But this incident highlights the importance of employees. They can be the strength 
or the weakness of your cybersecurity program. We also have some protect your neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. This week, the FBI and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency issued a joint security advisory warning about voice phishing schemes. Voice phishing is where criminals call victims posing as someone else in order to get the victim to give out their personal or employment information. According to the security advisory, these cyber criminals would pose as members of a company's IT help desk and using their knowledge of the employee's personal information, including their name, position, how long they've been at the company, and home address to gain the trust of the targeted employee. The criminals would then convince the employee that a new VPN link would be sent to them and require their login. The criminals would then send the link to the employee that would lead to a fake site in order to get the employee's login credentials. Please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. Our main topic today is about the criminal charges filed against Uber's former chief security officer, Joe Sullivan. On Thursday, August 20th, U.S. prosecutors charged a former chief security officer at Uber with allegedly covering up a data breach at the company that exposed information tied to 57 million people. Sullivan has been charged with one count of obstruction of justice and one count of misprison of a felon for failing to disclose details of the security incident to the proper authorities. The government alleges that instead of informing the FTC about the 2016 breach, the U.S. Department of Justice said that in the complaint that Sullivan conspired to pay the hackers $100,000 to sign non-disclosure agreements and failed to report the incident to the FTC. What makes this story more interesting is that according to the New York Times, this is believed to be the first charges against an executive stemming from a company's response to a security incident. David Anderson, the U.S. attorney for San Francisco, stated that when a company like Uber gets hacked, we expect good corporate citizenship. We expect prompt disclosure to employees and customers in that hack. In this case, what we saw was the exact opposite of good corporate behavior. This criminal case raises some important questions about who do we hold accountable for a breach? How should we hold these people accountable? It's important to remember that these are only charges and nothing has been proven yet. However, we'll be paying close attention to this story. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I want to hand out one award, and it's the Mr. Big Take That to Trial Award. Mr. Big was a Mobile, Alabama rapper who passed away in 2015. One of Mr. Big's most well-known songs is Take It to Trial which recounts his history of crime and how he wants to take his case to trial. This award goes to Joe Sullivan. Most federal criminal cases end in plea deals, but this recent criminal case brings new and important issues that will hopefully be fleshed out by the courts and answer questions about how we should hold companies and executives accountable. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.